Hello, hello, hello. This is Lord Tommen, King, you know, Tommen, your buddy Tommen, coming back to you where, right where we left off, believe it, almost, well, we store, Sir Pounce said, start where you left off. And, well, you might say, who's Tommen, who's Sir Pounce? Well, two best friends, that's what I could tell you, two best friends, the best of friends, in the, the great book of friendship, leather-bound, that every friend should have to read, you will see the, the greatest friends ever known is a boy named Tommen, and his best friend Sir Pounce the Cat, the bravest cat of all the kingdoms of Westeros, and of the, you know, of all legends of cats and friendship, it is Sir Pounce and his best friend Tommen. But you might say, well, what are you, why are you here, why are you talking? Well, Sir Pounce and I had, had taken on a quest. Well, Sir Pounce had uh, taken on a quest, and then he said, hey, Tommen, help me out and do some things for this boy named Anan, who he was a, he was a, uh, no, he was not a milkmaid. He was a stable boy, and then he, uh, well, I just feel so strange telling you, I'm a bit distracted trying to tell you this story. And Sir Pounce said, just tell the story, Tommen, and then let the people decide for themselves. But so uh, he was a stable boy, and then there was a milkmaid, lovely, lovely milkmaid, who loved to give milk to Sir Pounce. And she was, uh, she went out to pasture, they said, or went to a farm. She went to live on a farm far away, Mother said. Like many of the people who, you know, they, if, you, if, you're, if your head gets lost... Or put on a pike. They say, how did they put, mother, how did they put those back on? What do you do without your head? How do you? And she said, well, you go live on a farm far away, Tom, and that's what happens. You. And then she would say many things to herself, but so I couldn't hear. I said, what is that, mother? I cannot understand what you said after live on a farm far away. Something about the boy. What do you, you know? And she said, oh, anyway, this, uh, so the milkmaid, they said she was sent on a farm, but she did not want to go live on a farm. The mil- they said the, the stable boy made her go away because he was angry or something. But so the pound said, no, 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 Joff did this. The stable boy is innocent. He is jealous of the stable boy. We must set things right. And so we looked into it. We said, well, we have a little bit of proof because of the timing. And then I made a couple speeches. And then we said, trial, they said, oh, no, this is the, this is the, I'm the king, Joff said. I don't, you know, I need to protect my people from his charm and uh, his dong. I still don't know to say my wife is never the same. And all of those things, so they said, and then I said, well, let's do trial by combat then, knowing that, uh, not knowing what I just said, I, I've heard that in many of the the tales the uh, Septa used to tell me. They would say, "I choose trial by combat," and I said, and then they said, explained it to me that he would have to fight the hound, and he cried and cried, and I said, "Well, let's get you out of here." So we pulled him out of the because uh, his dungeon was happened to be in. The, they took me, you know, they took away my room and they put me in this room that was over the dungeon so that I could not get out of my room. But they did not realize, I guess, that there's a hole in my room. That's how I met the stable. He said, anyway, let's get to the story. Good news, bad news. That's what's the mother's about. Anyway, so he was, 
I, I said, I climb out of the toilet. You have to fight the hound tomorrow. Maybe you should just run away, uh, you know, instead of fighting the hound, because I know even, you know, even you could not beat him. And he said, well, that's a pretty good idea. And I said, otherwise, you, or you could just hide under my bed, live under my bed forever. Because it'd probably be hard to get out of the castle. Even if you do, they'll get you. So just, I said, I'll give you some crumbs. You could eat some of Sabounce's food. So then the night came. I, had a, he, I said, well, stay, spend the night under my bed, you know. And he said, I said, good night. And he said, it's cold here. How about a blanket? I said, oh, no. Uh, you know, you have to, I don't, don't uh, I don't know what I'm going to tell them. I, I guess I say I had a fit or accident, but I cannot give you any more. Because they'll say, where are your blankets? And I say, under my bed, and then they'll look. So I'm protecting you uh, by staying warm. And you, and he said, okay, well, could you tell? And then he said, oh, Tom, and I'm a bit nervous about tomorrow and my escape and or living under your bed forever. Tell me there's going to be a better end for this stable boy than this. Tell me a story with a good ending for me. And I said, well, living under the bed, what if you had a, what if there's a mouse? Well, Sipant would get a mouse. I was going to say you could have a mouse that's a best friend. The stable boy and Mousy the Mouse, two of, you know, not the greatest friends the world's ever known, but, you know, pretty good friends. They also, most importantly, they know Tommen and Sir Pounce, the stable boy and his mouse. And he was quiet for a while, I don't know, and he was weeping. He said, please tell me, said Tommen, that you have a better idea. And I said, well, I do have an idea, it's crazy. Believe me, I, I know. I said, uh, I was thinking about it. And Sir Pounce had been gone for a while, so maybe Sir Pounce has got some plan. And they said, well, I was thinking maybe Sir Pounce could fight the hound on your behalf. Uh, you know, he's the bravest cat the world's ever known. And then, you know, he's very, I think he could take the hound. He, we'd have to ask him, Sir Pounce, would you be the champion of the stable boy? He's it for justice. And I said, I think that's that might be the idea. And then there was a knock at my chamber door, and it was mother. And I said, well, sure, but she said, what were you talking to, Tom, and what were you talking about? And I said, oh, nothing, mother, nothing at all. Just here under my bed, with, you know, with my sheets, perfectly lying. And she said, well, she's like, do you mind if I sit with you, Tom? And, 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 and then I noticed Sir Pounce was with mother. He, he pounced in behind mother and pounced onto the bed. And, and I said, well, that's weird, mother and Sir Pounce together. And mother felt my head and she said, are you okay, Tom? And are you well? I'm worried for you. And I became worried for me then because I said, well, does mother know something? Or why is mother being so nice? Many conflicting feelings I had. That's a new thing I learned since the stable boy said he's feeling, he was feeling, anyway, I'll tell you that in a minute. So mother said, I said, no, mother. I said, she said, you were acting very strange today at the trial. My My boy is growing up, I suppose making speeches to the people, and she had laughed. And it was not a mean laugh. It was a strange girl-like laugh. I said, what was this? I am not familiar with this motion mother is having. And then she, she went from laughing like a girl to crying a little bit. She said, oh, oh, and she held her hands to her lips. 
And I said, Mother, are you are you not well? And she said, she said, waved me away. She said, it's nothing, Tom, it's nothing. And she said, what are you planning for this car trial by combat for this stable boy? And I said, I'm not planning anything, Mother. My voice get very high, I think, and I, and uh, she took a sigh, and then so she she petted Sir Pounce. And normally that would not be. I said, well, that's strange. Sir Pounce let my mother pet him, and she said, Tom and she goes, yeah, I'm your mother, and I know you you are a good boy, and I do love you despite the fact that I have to teach you so many things, and I'm trying to mold you into something. And you are very hard clay to work with. And I just, I said, well, I don't know what, what does she mean. I'm made of clay. I thought I had men, I thought we were skin and bone. But I did not say that aloud for mother. Was, I said, hmm. And she said, I know, I have a feeling you're planning on having Sir Pounce fight this, uh, the hound tomorrow. Is that true? And I said, well, that's a wonderful idea, Mother. I'm so glad you thought of it. As a matter of fact, Sir Pounce, what do you think? And Sir Pounce looked at me, and Mother says, Tom and Sir Pounce and I have been talking. And I was like, I said, Sir Pounce talking to you? As far as I knew, uh, this is all in my head. I know I say this a lot. I said, was it a Pounce talking to someone I know? I did not have never heard of this. And she said, so Pounce is worried about you too, Tom, and for you need to understand. One one thing is, is your cat is named Sir Pounce, correct? Not just Pounce, right? right? And I said, well, I, I named him Sir Pounce, yes, mother. And she's like, why did you name him Sir Pounce, Tom? And I said, well, he is the uh, best friend. He's a, the, the knight of friendship, mother. He is the uh, defender of friends, the defy, the greatest friend a cat has ever known. And I, well, I don't know, mother. I'm confused about these questioning. And she said, "Well, Sir Pounce is like a knight, correct, Tom? And as royal as a knight." And I, I said, "Yes, mother." And, and and she said, "And are you a royal, a young royal?" And I said, I suppose I am, Mother. I'm Sir Tommen. I, I write to her. Am I Lord Tommen? I. And she says she laughed again like a girl. I said, What I'm doing? What am I doing? My mother is being, I'm making my mother happy. I think. And I thought she was going to be cross with me. And she said, Well, Sir Pounce and I are just so worried because, you know, the stable boy. He is not a knight, is he? Is he a Sir Stable Boy, Tommen? And I said, no, Mother, I do not believe he is. And she said, do you know the difference between a royal person and a regular person? And I said, uh, they smell, they, they do not smell of soap. And she again laughed. I said, oh, yeah, Mother, I said, I'm, and I said, well, this is nice. Mother's laughing with me, not laughing at me. I feel that. She was not ashamed of me at that moment, and she said, well, that's a very good answer, my son. And she's like, I need to protect you above all things, Tom, and above all things. Even when I want to just bring you a room where you can go to the bathroom wherever you want, I have to keep you safe because you are my little boy. And I was like, she said, now, you are a royal boy. Sir Pounce is a royal cat, and I... 
am a you know a woman that has been queen and now is a mother of the king. So I have we have certain responsibilities, and that sets us apart from people like the stable boy. Do you understand? I said no, mother. And she said, well, because you smell of soap, Tom, and some most of the time, right? And I said, well, except when I have an accident or such things. And she, we both laughed. I and I. Because I was joking and telling the truth. And she said, so this, uh, she said, you know, Sir Pounce came to me and he said, well, I I love justice so much, but I've heard talk, I've heard talk about, uh, you know, the streets and, 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 and upheaval. And Sir Pounce was so worried that, you know, if this stable boy, what if Sir Pounce fought the hound, Tommy, and he beat the hound? And I said, oh, yeah, that would probably happen, Mother. The Pounce is the, you know, the hound is very tough, but Pounce is tougher, smarter, quicker. And Mother patted him, and she said, oh, yes, he is, but he's also smarter than the hound. And they call him Sir, Sir whatever is a sand or Sir Hound, but he is just like the stable boy in some sense. And if, if Sir Pounce was to defeat the hound or the stable boy was to run away, it would embarrass our King Joffrey, and it would make him look weak, Tommen. And I have to protect you, and the king's duty is to keep the people to protect the king and the way. It's, it's complicated, Tommen, but I need to keep you safe. And I kind of need to keep Joff safe and help him keep you and all the other people safe. And if the Sir was to beat the hound, people might say, well, we don't want you living. We want to live in that castle, not Joff and Tom and, and his mother and not Sir Pounce. We'll, we'll just take them out and we'll put them on a farm far, far away, a farm with no food, with no blankets like these lovely blankets. And maybe we, we'll take Sir Pounce somewhere and keep him from Tom. And, and I said, oh, no, 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 we are best friends, mother. That cannot happen. And she said, exactly. And that's why Sir Pounce has said, told me, you know, that this is just not a good idea. Helping the stable boy run away. Fighting the hound, Tom. And these are not the things we do. We, you know, we have to be an example of uh, for the people. And I have to protect my boy, my sweet Tom and boy. And your best friend you know, needs to be near you so you can stay best friends in your in our castle in the Red Keep where we belong, Tom, and we belong here. Joff belongs in the throne until, you know, we, we need to be in control of Lannisters. We're born to rule. And so, uh, do you understand now, Tom, and I want you to be safe and I want you to be with your best friend. And you're the, I know, Serpents has told me, what a great friend you are. And I cannot let these people just separate you. And I said, well, I, I think I understand, Mother. And I said, I think I understand. And while I said that, I was pointing down. I was pointing down under my bed. I, I, and, I, and Mother smiled. She already knew. And then she had that look on her face. But it, it was a look. That said, uh, good boy, Tom, and, and get, hi, get, get him. And then next thing you know, Mother said, Sir Matt, oh, what is his name? Sir Marin. And then the door opened, and Sir Marin came in with other gold cloaks, and they reached under the bed, and they dragged the uh, stable boy 
And, uh, you know, mother said, put his head on a pike. That's the uh, stable boy I like. And she, well, she said, and then she said, well, wait a second. I'll need to speak with him and his, about his, uh, put him in my chamber, as a matter of fact, so I could, uh, you know, talk to the boy for a little bit first. And then mother, she had a glean of sweat suddenly on her face and her, uh, her neck. And I said, mother, you, are you well? And she said, whoa. I'm about to be, Tom, and, you know, we'll see. Is stable boy, maybe it's, and they were holding the stable boy. He said, why, Tom, and why? This is not the end. And uh, why? And I, mother said, well, you, she said, you could do your talking with me, the stable boy, and take him to my chamber. And then he, he, I said, mother, did I do something wrong? And Sir Pounce jumped in my lap and licked my face. And I said, well, I must not have. And mother said, yes, yeah, so let, let the people not decide for themselves. I think that's what she said. I, I think it's like uh, the people cannot decide for themselves, Tom, and we must decide for them. And maybe I asked her a question. I cannot remember. but it, And she said, all is well now. And then Mother left, and Sir Pounce was so happy. And I think I said, he said to me, justice is done. This is the way justice works, Tom, and it, it may be confusing to you. But this is, and I, you know, he said, I got carried away without knowing the ramifications of, you know, I thought this would go smoother. And he said, but this was too many. He said, you know, justice is done. Things are as they should be. And, you know, I still got to get job, but I'll get in my own way. And I says, oh, this is wonderful, Sir Pounce. We are together. No one will separate two best friends. Mother was so nice tonight. And I said, well, this is all as well. And the stable boy is going to go on that farm with Ned Stark, probably. So that should be, he, he is a nice man, too. Without his, I don't know if they send his head after. I don't know. But anyway, so that, that is the end of our tale. Of justice done, justice is done. As Sir Pounce said, things are as they should be. We have decided for the people. And, uh, you know, something, something or other. The end. Thank you for listening to me and my best friend, Sir Pounce. Crown, sweet, sweet Crown, Miller Smith, Barky. Jester, it's me. Uh, praying in for, you know, fresh start city here. No. You know, you're the gods I've been, you know, uh, that are real to me, not fiction at all, not fan fiction, not fantasy fiction, not mythological fiction, but 100%, you know, faithfulness to you gods. I'm praying in, you know, on behalf, because I don't, you know, I don't know what to say. It's kind of like I woke up and, uh, Cut off from Westeros by my own, you know, by my own choice, probably guided by you guys. So I'm trying to think, like, how should we start this new life together? Which is pretty much the same as the old life, except I'm not, you know, having adventures in an alternative universe, which was pretty sweet. But, you know, I have you guys to lean on, so I'm not going to just say, oh, drudgery, oh, whoa, whoa, so the drudgery. You know, I think that's, you know, would be disrespectful to everybody involved. 
mostly myself, but, you know, I just hope we keep, you know, show our respect to George R. R. Martin. We're pushing the envelope because we got to finish up Tom and Story. And then I'll try to pull, I, I don't know, I haven't figured out what I'll do about Tom and then impound. Anyway, guys, I was thinking, you know, maybe it's time for like an orientation, a couple a couple uh, orientation sessions because here we are. And you guys really, you guys don't have this, this is Earth, planet Earth, they call it. I'm going to go on the assumption like, ooh, I don't know what to do. I can't because I'm not a scientist or a historian or knowledgeable person. But, you know, I'm going to kind of pretend like, this isn't like Ansel, like, oh, you guys, you don't know nothing about the, you know, Earth world. Uh, you might have heard Barky that Earth Girls are easy, but that's just a movie title. So don't go, uh, you know, the people we were, it's different than Westeros. That's, they call that the Middle Ages, the attitudes there. But I'll teach you all that, God's orientation. I was thinking, like, where should we start? Um, which that's, you know, wow, where do we start? Luckily, you guys are only here by, you know, prayer broadcast. I think that's how we, I'm brought, it's like a two, I'm assuming it's like a two-way system. Like you guys have got a spy satellite type thing going in my brain. So you're seeing every, or maybe, well, I guess it would be, you could see me from inside and out. Who knows, gods? But, I, you know, all I know is I, you know, you guys are the best. And I'm not, just because I don't. Uh, just because there's no more fan fiction doesn't mean I can't be your number one fan of you guys because uh, I'm not going to have any Westeros-related prayers anymore, except for those boots, but those are, you know, we could get those Earth boots. Anyway, Earth, Earth, so we're planet. Uh, presumably, Westeros, you, you all rule over. Yeah, well, I guess I shouldn't be talking about it, but it's like, is that just a continent or a couple of continents? Is there more to to that planet that Westeros was on that we don't know about, or is that the only continent? Because here on Earth, oh, man, I wish I had some geologists here or a geographer, probably a geographer, cartographer maybe. Those are all those are all jobs, gods, uh, for people that go to school for a long time, and then they get a job that doesn't. You know, they say, "Well, I love maps," and good thing I don't love spending money. I love these sweaters that I've had for thirty years. So, you know, I'm a cartographer. You know, some cartographers are making boatloads with, you know, digital map GIS stuff, but. Not all, you know, not the good ones that we're praying about right now. But so we got all the continents, guys. They're big land masses. That I can tell you. We got, a, let's see, we got the North American one. That's the one that, you know, dominates the, uh, you know, Braggadocia continent, I'd say. So Canadians are pretty modest. And then you got South America. That's like... Um, most beautiful continent, maybe. I, I mean, that's my opinion. Uh, I've never been there. I'm just, you know, making us, you know, you know, a, a play on your behalf, God. So all the people of South America, how great they are. I guess so. You got that. Then you got, then you got, um, uh, you know, Antarctica. I think is one. A green Greenland continent. I'm not sure, God. That's a big landmass, though. At least as far as I know. Then you have Europe, 
I think that's, I don't know if that's a continent or just a thing, because then you have Asia, but that's where I said they seem like they're connected. Um, you have Africa, which is big, and, um, you know, a lot of cartographers will tell you that it's been disrespected as far as map making goes, but now people are starting to get their act together and, you know, give Africa the size of the planet it deserves. And the respect, because that's where, as you just you know, guys, that's where us humans started out in Africa. First humans started there, um, and then they went over some land bridges or something, ice bridges. But I don't know. I don't know. I just know that's where the, the heart of humanity, I would say, is Africa, big, big continent. Australia, if they're not, if you know, if if... If the, I consider it a continent, even if other people don't, but I would say that's a sweet continent. And you got New Zealand and stuff in there. Sometimes you'll call or her, her to call like Oceana. I think those are people, you know, there's Atlantis, which I can't cover right now. That's a continent that sunk. Could have been a part of Australia, though. Uh, Oz, I hear they say about that, too. But Australia's sweet, gods. I have not been there. Uh, but uh, people that are great, at least in my book, and I would like to check it out one day. Barrier Reef's there. They got the Outback. Outback. They got a you know, beautiful, beautiful country. And then you got the you know other countries that are close, New Zealand. And hmm, there's another one. I'm sorry. But, you know, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. Yeah, probably there's others there. So you have a Europe, Asia. Not sure if that's one continent or two. Hmm. I feel like I'm missing something, though. But, you know, so you got, like, these big countries again. I think uh, most of the maps I've seen were, it depends on who's making the maps, just like in Westeros, probably, guys. You got, but you guys know. Uh, once you know, I just gotta give you the basic info. You can download the rest with your uh, minds. So that's Earth. We got a bunch of continents. Um, big, but pretty big compared to Westeros, as far as I could tell. Uh, like, like you'd say, well, maybe North America and South America, like Westeros, be like, well, that would take a hell of a lot of time, I think, to get from North America to South America. More than a couple seasons, maybe. But I don't know, God. So that's the continents. I'm wasting our time, though. Uh, you know, I'm human. As far as people go, uh, at least where I live is more a little more diverse than Westeros um, culturally, uh, faith-wise. Though you guys have, like, maybe five faiths there. Uh, but, I, you know, we don't want to talk politics when we're talking religion. I don't know where to start. I was thinking, um, you know, what would be nice, gods, is uh, maybe we should start in the entertainment business because, uh, you know, Barky, I've been telling you about those movies. I don't know when, um, if, uh, uh, what do you call it, Guardians of the Galaxy is out on DVD, but maybe you could watch, like, maybe I could go watch a movie and you guys could watch it through my head uh, while I'm watching it. If you guys need me to comment, maybe I'll do that for you guys. I don't know. Um so I'm trying to think. We got north, south, east, and west. I think they had that in Westeros. You guys are up. Uh, you guys, I don't know if it, what the God situation is here because we got a long history. 
And so I don't like. I'm going to keep you guys covert gods, covert gods. Yeah, you'll be my covert gods. I'll keep you in my heart. I'll hide my love away, as uh, the Beatles once sang. Beatles, you know, you have in Westeros. You guys have Beatles, but Beatles are also a band. The Beatles, they called them. They're from uh, London, England, which is a island off of Europe, you know, coast of Europe. Uh, you know. A lot of stuff there, good people there, great, great podcast supporters in the U.K. They call it United Kingdom. England, just one thing. Then you got Wales, Scotland, Ireland, and uh, I think that's it. Scotland, I said, Ireland, Wales, and uh, England. Uh, so, uh, so that's uh, UK. I don't want to go over all the countries, guys, because that's just going to be embarrassing. And plus, I don't, you know, uh, so movies. Oh, movie. What's a movie? You might be asking. Now, in Westeros, you got storytellers, you got poets, you got music. Now, when you you hear a story, gods like that guy Serial, who was telling all those great stories last season, when during a fantasy, my fantasy fiction phase. He, uh, you know, you were creating something in your mind, presumably, where you're like watching the story unfold. You're hearing them. For for us here, you know, that takes a lot of work and imagination. So to cut out that, and also give a more visceral impact, and you'd be like, well, I couldn't even imagine that. Uh, they created these things called movies, which are moving pictures that you see outside of your head on a screen, typically. Well, typically, always, I would, I would say a big screen to a medium screen to a small screen to nowadays even a tiny screen, ideally seen in a big screen. So I'd like to invite you, gods, to see a movie with me if you would be my guest. Now, no, uh, this is, a, I don't know how they do it in Westeros when you ask someone to do something. It's just straight friendship. It's just, you know, we're going as friends. Uh, you know, because a lot of times you go to the movie, it's like you're trying to... Uh, Crone, can you cover your ears for like about, give me four minutes. Um, you know, guys, you, you say you go to the movies and you get stirred up. Uh, well, we're already probably stirred up. You say, oh, well, my day will have an emotional journey. And maybe that'll, uh, you know, entice for a makeout, you know, barky. I don't know how trees handle it, especially, you know, animated trees. Oh, animation's a whole different word here, too. But anyway, guys, guys um, if you're taking on human form, check out movie out if you're on a date. And then you, maybe no hold off on any dates. How about that, guys? Because you should learn the cultures here uh, and how to respect people. The respecting level is different here. The class structure is much more... Um, how is it different uh, it's more subtle here. Uh, you know, you get instead of like having, you usually get a letter. If instead of like getting, um, you know, trial like Ned Stark, and they say blah blah blah, or like if you're some somebody from um, Flea Bottom, they say they give you a letter instead of you know public humiliation. They say, hey, you're fired. Hey, you're evicted. Uh, you know, oh, we use these laws to ruin your life. Uh, you know, what's a tax? Whatever. I didn't want to make it too political, gods. Um, so no dates for now. Okay, Crone, I didn't even say anything. You didn't take your hands off your ears. I didn't say anything good. 
But how about we start there, guys? I like to, uh, this is probably like the best way to do it is say, uh, let me take you to something that's a dip, very earth. You know, we, you guys don't have it in Westeros. And maybe it'll overwhelm your systems and blow your minds, but maybe it'll do it in a good way. I'm not sure if we should start with Guardians of the Galaxy or Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings might confuse you, Barky, and then you'll try to fight the screen because you might not realize it's real because that's too close to Westeros. So I'll think of a movie, gods, and we'll check that out. Maybe a comedy. I don't know what you guys would even understand. But, you know, I'll think about that. So that's it. That orienta- I guess I'll work on the next orientation points because there's a lot of stuff uh, to cover. So you guys should just, well, you guys are in my head to just kick back up there and uh, God, God's wherever you are, I don't know. And just, you know, observe, you know, take it all in. Uh, do not go on any dates, probably not, don't have any contact with humans or animal, anything, just stay up there, uh, or if you do, take on some form, and do it not, you know, do it in another continent away from me, so I don't, I can't deal with any repercussions with you guys, you know, with your adventures, all right, so that's it, guys, I don't know, I'm trying to reorientate you, and I got to reorientate myself to this new life, what do I want from this life now that I can't, uh, well, I wasn't really good. I was trying to get those boots in Westeros, get with the Maiden, which is still, you know, Maiden. You know, you, what do you think of uh, Earth? Continents, huh? Continent, continental drift, I think they say sometimes. But, you know, other than that, I was just trying to undo the mess I was making, which is kind of what I do here. Uh, but it's less dramatic, it's more boring day-to-day undoing of a mess instead of like once a week with, uh, you know, jokes. It's more once a day, every minute of every day without jokes. Um, anyway, guys, that's me. I'm here. Uh, you're here, I guess, now and there, which is funny, but I'm not praying to there. The old place, you know, where, where that's not my universe. I don't, you know, so I'm staying out out of respect and not respect, not ironic respect, straight respect, you know. But I, you know, I choose my choose my gods, so I've chosen. And you know, like it or not, gods, I'm your servant. <laughs> like it or not, so you know, you you got me. You're stuck with me. So I'll be here. I'll be here for sure, gods. Miller Smith, Barky, Jester Crone, sweet sweet Crone. Good night.